in season. It's important that we all uh, learn how to recognize the seasons. I mean, sometimes where we live, we don't have four distinct seasons. So it's really challenging for us sometimes, especially uh, between like spring and summer. It's like all of a sudden spring, summer. But within our community life, and, it, and I could put a lot of Bible verses up there, that, that God, just, there's, there's seasons. And we as people that are following God and, and Jesus, we, we need to be able to read the seasons and really get in step. And I guess really the, the main message is we really need to take advantage when it's, when it's a season uh, that is really a good season. We just really need to throw ourselves into it. And so I, I think we're in one of those seasons as a community of people. And I really want to thank Matt and Katie. Uh, you know, they're, they're really uh, taking us as a community to the next level of reconciliation and peacemaking in the world. Uh, again, I just want to tell Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Again, remember, above Bethlehem, angels, peace on earth. Well, what do you, I mean, would you think they were just saying that that, that was just, okay, well, that's a great, let's just say that. And then like everybody that runs for Miss American like, can say the same thing through the years. And then, you know, God will be, oh, that's great. They were serious. They, they understood that the message of Jesus, the person of Jesus, God becoming a man, that God is saying, I've had enough. I've had enough of this destruction. I'm going to introduce something else into humanity that will change the course of humanity. It's not going to happen instantly, but man, I'm going to begin to set things right on the planet. And then when I return, I'm really hoping that the people following me will make progress, not just settle for circling the wagons and ignoring the problems of the world, but really apply, maybe even give their lives for the cause of the good news of the kingdom. Then when I return, I'm, I will. It, everything will be right. So I'm really grateful that, that Matt and Katie, they, last, they, were, they put themselves in harm's way last summer. They know that. But that was pretty bold. You know, they paid like a cost. That, so we're in this season of reconciliation and peacemaking. I believe we need to be a voice uh, within our own nation. <laughs> Good gracious Good gracious, what in the world? Some of the people that are our family and the faith, what are you saying? Is that Jesus talking through you or did somebody else get a hold of you? Uh, We need to be people that reconcile and make peace. Thank you. Then over the last couple of weeks, we've had Noel and Bryant who have who stood before us and shared their heart. And we need to recognize, and this is, we've entered into the season that there's new leaders emerging. And over the course of of the next 10 years, there's going to be this transition of leadership. We're beginning to see it. And that's a really good season. I'm going to post Bryant's message from last week. Uh, I haven't done that yet. I wanted to talk with him. I really want to, I mean, like, I, I kind of walked away from that thinking, man, everybody on the planet that follows Jesus needs to listen to that message. And uh, so we can all be part of that. We need to pass it along and share it with our friends. Listen to it again. And uh, let's really listen to what, wow, there's some very profound statements. 
uh, whenever Bryant says, I'm kind of stirred up and I'd like to meet with you, I, I kind of th- like listening to him because it's Jesus that stirred him up. And it has, it's great. So that's a new season. We, I think we've all talked about uh, we're in a season that's kind of unique within our worship. And um, there's this, this presence and this power of, of Jesus that's showing up in our worship times. And that's, that's a really, really special season. <coughs> what I really, again, I've already said it, but being, <coughs> being ready in season just simply makes let's make the most of this season. And I really, I really want that to be a message for our whole community. I want all of our community, I mean, like everybody that's connected by the little pinky to a whole hand to River City Vineyard, like, let's, keep, let's just show up every time we get together and let's see what happens in this season because let's make the most of it. And so this morning, I just want to introduce you to a thought that Paul passes along to Timothy. Then I want to, I want to kind of equip us uh, with something that within Vineyard Church life is kind of familiar, but uh, we, I, I think it's just one of these ways that we, it'll help us make the most of our season. So, so, so Paul, towards the end of his ministry, is writing Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 through 2. I, I can't impress this on you too strongly. God's looking over your shoulder. Christ himself is the judge with the final say on everyone living and dead. Notice this next phrase. Jesus is about to break into the open with his rule. Jesus is about to break into the open with his rule. There was an expectation in Paul's mind and his heart that the kingdom of God in all of its fullness was just right there. It matches when Jesus came and said the kingdom is near. It, a matter of fact, it's so near that I'm, gonna, I'm going to invite you to enter it now. That's how near it is. So this, this expectation that what we really long for and what we really need, God back on the planet, God ruling and reigning, directing humanity towards what's the very best, what's right there. He's about to break into the open with his rule. So proclaim the message. Announce the king and the kingdom with intensity. Make the most. Keep on your watch. Challenge, warn, urge your people. Don't ever quit. And keep it simple. So with the kingdom arriving... And it is arri- it's been arriving since, the, the, since Jesus introduced. Jesus is about to break into the open with his rule. And with that truth, we need to be people who announce the kingdom with intensity. We need to keep our watch. We have a unique, you know, we're a unique generation keeping watch for the kingdom to appear. We need to challenge each other. We need to warn each other. We need to urge one another. We don't need to quit even as frustrating as it can get. And we need to keep it simple. Well, one of the things that we can do is that we can use an effective tool that has come down through the Vineyard Movement. And it's just simply the Vineyard Five-Step Prayer Model. It just is an effective tool for a community 
to use to make the most of the season that they're in. It will help us stay on track by, by watching as the kingdom arrives. The kingdom arrives through people. The kingdom's going to arrive through us. And we, we want to be watching for that. And it happens to be really simple. It's a very naturally supernatural tool. Now, before I share with that uh, what kind of what that model is, and then we're going to do it this morning, I want to share with you just the underlying values and the guiding principles. There's a way that we, we live in community together and we use this model of prayer ministry. And it's really important for us to understand there's, a, there's kind of a context for our practices. The first one is, this prayer model is accessible to all believers. What that means is we don't have a priestly model. So we don't look at George and Steve and I and Susan and Mike, you know, the old, and Mary Ann. You know, the, 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 like these are the priests of our community. And, you know, if you're going to get prayer, you just... You know, George, if you'd stand there and we'll just line up people. George, George is the anointed one today. And so we're going to just line up people. And George can pray for them, but don't anybody else pray. He's, he's God's anointed. As a movement, we don't practice that. We believe that ministry is accessible to everybody in the body of Christ. And so the Vineyard Movement has always committed itself to equipping the saints for the work of ministry, and it has avoided, it's really avoided platform ministry. That's a really important value in the Vineyard. We also believe in team ministry. That means that two or three of us always try to serve together. We don't try to do things alone. I mean, it's really fun for me to have Noel and Bryant and then Jeremy later. It, it's really fun for me. I'm not, I don't need to be the only voice that teaches our community. We have great people. Otto's got great things to say. Marianne has great I mean, it just kind of goes on down the list. Nathaniel, it keeps going. This group of people. We don't just have a standing worship team. We have a rotation. It's, it takes a team. We really value a team ministry. And so with this prayer model, it's two or three people praying for one person. It's a team, team effort. In praying for people, we honor and love people. Uh, it's, really, it's really sad when people talk about, it's kind of like this imaginary pistol and I'm going to get another like mark on my pistol when I use it effectively. So my concern is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get an answer to my prayers for you. And I'm going to put my little notch on there because I'm really powerful in prayer. That, if, if we go down that road, that totally loses focus of the person you're praying for. That's a person. And usually when you're praying for a person, that's a person in need. So it's not about you. It's about that person and what God's doing to help that person. And we get to come alongside as a team of people and join in this effort to help that person. That person has a name. That person has a story. And we want to treat that person with dignity. We serve wholeness, not just problem solving. We, we have a holistic model. Uh, our spiritual problems are our emotional problems or our physical problems or our financial problems. Are our, it's all linked together. 
Or we don't have problems that are just like isolated from who we are as people. And our salvation is not just about the saving of this soul. It's the saving of everything that we are. Body, soul, and spirit. It's holistic. Everything. We go out to serve people. We don't just go out and say, okay, yeah, okay, you're hungry, starving to death. You don't have any clothes, but you know, now you're saved. and That's great. You're going to heaven. Again, the Bible teaches us that's a person who is hungry, needs to be clothed, and they need to know Jesus. And so it's a package deal. We're in mutual partnership with the Holy Spirit. Especially when we're praying. We, we, you know, when we're praying, we're inviting the Holy Spirit to do the ministry. We, we're not. We just want to be there. And we want to partner with the Holy Spirit. We want to observe what the Holy Spirit is doing. And we want to bless what the Holy Spirit is doing. We want to partner with Him. And we need Him to help us. And then finally... Uh, we use disclaimer, not absolutist language. What that means is uh, we would not say, as I'm praying for Renee, for, for Lars to be born this week, thus saith the Lord. You know, because how in the world, would, if I thus saith the Lord, Lars is coming this afternoon. How are you going to disagree with that? You know, if I'm the holy, you know, priest. We're okay with that. Okay. <laughs> Now, I might have a... You know, I just have the sense that maybe Jesus is saying this. Or I might just have... I, I think I'm seeing this. And then here's the risk. Chad, Chad I, I think I'm seeing this. Does that make any sense to you? Because Chad might say, No. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me at all. Okay. Guess what? We can be wrong. Wow. If we start using absolutist language, you can't be wrong because you're speaking for God. So we're not going to do that. We're not going to play that game. We're going to remain humble. We're going to remain ordinary. And we're going to be amazed that the Holy Spirit can work through us for the benefit of another person. And then he gets the credit. I don't get it. You don't get it. He gets it. And we all go, wow, scratch our head. That's pretty cool. So these are the steps. With those values, those principles, we go into this prayer model. Contact and setting. Interview and diagnosis. Prayer engagement. Interaction and re-engagement. Closure and care. Okay, that's it. So we'll see you all next week. Those are pretty simple words, but I thought what we would do is that we would like actually like walk through it. It's not really a rehearsal. Uh, Mr. Wimber used to call it clinic. So what I would like to do is I'd like to invite you to get in groups of three, just all over the room. Just pick a place, pick a threesome. Some of us need to be sitting. Uh, just get in groups of three. One, two, three, go. You can stand, you can sit, whatever you're comfortable with. Groups of three. Let's go for groups of three until we like don't have, we have a four over there, that's just fine. Riley, in being in that group, you are a participant. This is not just an adult thing, okay? Got three, got three, got three. Uh, 
Got three over there. What are y'all doing? Oh, you're going to push buttons. There we go. Look at there. We can count. All right, step one. Now, you all have to be a team back there. Okay. Step one, contact and setting. Yet we need to be aware of our setting. What, what we're doing now, we're, we're going to pray for each other in the setting of a Sunday morning. When I, when I thought about this last week and I mentioned it, in this season of worship, we want to be attuned, not just to, wow, Jesus, this is awesome. We're, getting, we're so connected. But if you start looking around the room, you'll begin to see, man, the Holy Spirit is really at work. So then you might, during worship sometime, you might want to just go over, not interrupt Nathaniel because he's worshiping, but you want to make, might want to make contact with him. And just bless what the Holy Spirit is doing. That's what this is about. That's a different context. Praying for somebody in worship. Praying for somebody within the context of a Sunday morning is different than praying for people out on the street. So you've got to be aware of what your setting is. And then you've got to modify kind of the model a little bit because of that. The other thing is we need to use names. So... I know that everybody that you're seeing, everybody knows each other's names, but I want you to say, hello, my name is, just so we practice. Because sometimes we can miss, you know, introducing ourselves. And then this is the other trick. You want to remember people's names. So, okay, go. Introduce yourselves to each other. Okay, good job. No tests right now. Okay, now you, now you have a decision to make. We don't have time for everybody to receive prayer this morning, so the most desperate person in your triad is the person that we want to pray for. So you have to decide who's the most desperate. You know, just, I'm not the one. Please pray for me. Uh, so decide who's going to be prayed for. That's number one decision. Okay, now, next is, now, you've got the person you're going to pray for. Now you have two people, the two people praying, that's the team. Of those two people, there needs to be kind of the lead person and the support person. So the two that are praying, somebody decide who's going to take the lead, the other the support. That's the second decision. Okay, good job. Now, in step two... You're going to interview and diagnose. What that means is that you're going to ask just a very, just a very general question like, well, what's the problem? Or how can we pray for you? Or what's God up to in your life? Just something very general. And then you need to listen. But you're listening with both ears. One, you're listening to the person. I mean, you're genuinely asking them. But at the same time, you're listening to the Holy Spirit. Because he's going to start communicating. Because a lot of times what we say on the surface, there's other problems below that. And so you may, at the very beginning of the interview, the Holy Spirit may say, yeah, pray for that. However, there's something else. Now here's the next trick. This is short, like two or three minutes. That's really hard. That's real hard. So you might even say, well, tell, tell us briefly 
what the problem is. Because you know what? So many times when we're talking about praying, we, all we do is we just spend our time talking. And we don't actually get down to praying. So you might have to, we have to kind of learn gently, well, okay, that's good. Let, let's just start with that. Okay? Because sometimes, like, our stories could take, like, an hour. Okay? So if you're desperate, you could do So this day you get two, two, three minutes. Okay? So... I'm going to go, go, and then when it's two or three minutes, I'm going to say stop, okay? And then we'll go on to step three. Ready, set, go. All right, stop. That was two minutes. So it's pretty quick. So then what you're going to do now, we're going to go to the third step, which is the prayer engagement and so the person that is being prayed for, just make sure that they're going to they're, they're relax. They're going to receive. And so sometimes encouraging that person, just hold your hands out and receive. We're going we're to serve you. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna just be serving the Holy Spirit. We're going to let him do. So just, just relax. Then sometimes, again, if we're really in distress, sometimes we're like wigging out. And just, you know, dial down, you know, settle down. It's okay. We're right here. And then you, you want to start your prayer with whatever the general, whatever that person said in general. You want to start there. But that's not where you're going to probably end up. But respect the person they just told you. Please, please pray for me in this way. Start there. But it may, the Holy Spirit may take you to other places. Now, in order to follow the Holy Spirit, this is another thing that's really hard. Susan has a really hard time with this. If, if, you, if, if, you're, if you're on the team that's praying, keep your eyes open. If you're receiving prayer, you're probably going to close your eyes. But if you're praying for, keep your eyes open. I, I can guarantee... Over time, you will see the Holy Spirit at work. And if you close your eyes, you're going to miss a lot of what he's doing, and then you can't partner with him. So keep your eyes open. Watch the person. Keep your ears open. Listen. Lay your hands on appropriately. It's, we do believe that Jesus, when he prayed for you, he laid their, his hands on people. So an appropriate, I mean, it's mainly male-female things, but it's appropriate to, to lay your, your hand on somebody's shoulder. Just gently, no, not, you know, just gentle touch. If somebody's wrist is hurt, well, hold out your wrist. We're going to hold your wrist. You know, touch, is, that's, that's okay. Appropriate touch. And then you want to start with the general and you're going to move to the... You need to trust that the Holy Spirit, he really wants to answer this person's prayers. And there's probably more. He wants to minister to this person. So start with the general, go to the specific. So I'm going to let you do that for a couple of minutes and then again, I'm going to interrupt you. You won't be done, but we have a short time, okay? Go. Engage. Okay, continue, continue praying, but let me... The next thing you, you want to do is, again, it's another hard thing, but that is don't stop. You're not going to stop the ministry time, but you're just going to ask the person that you're praying for to give you a little feedback. How are you doing? 
Is God saying anything to you? Is God showing you anything? You know, again, we're not assuming. We, we, you know, we're, we need some help. And so that person will, will give you some feedback. And then they may not. But at least give them the opportunity. And then with that feedback, again, re-engage. And again, go from general to specific. The more specific, the more the risk. So just try that. Just ask the person for some feedback and then re-engage. All right, with apologies, I'm going to interrupt one last time. Uh, just because since we're learning, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, this is a bad time to interrupt. But just to tell you the last step. And the last step is closure and care. So you would go on doing what you're doing until a point where you just sense we're done. And some of, I mean, sometimes the person that you're praying for, they're, like they're, they're, they'll, they'll open their eyes, they'll look at you, they'll kind of pat you on the handle, and they're saying, I'm done. And so that means stop. What that means is stop. <laughs> Even if you don't think you're done, Stop. Because that person's done. Or like right now, I just interrupted. I just pretend like I'm a kid. I just ran out of the nurse. Mom, 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 mom. Stop. Or you'll just have a sense that the Holy Spirit's done for that time. And so you want to stop. And then you want to kind of give some, some words of encouragement. When, when we pray for each other and when the Holy Spirit... I mean, most of the time there's just, you know, in order kind of to live this out... You might try this. So you can give some words of encouragement. Uh, this, this next week, why don't you do this? See if this helps. And uh, so just see if you can just kind of bring your time together to an end. Give some words of encouragement. And then if it's like you're totally frustrated with this exercise, you can stay, you can continue on doing ministry. It's just fine. You can do that. Uh, but just for our training... Go ahead and do the closure and the the care. Okay? Go. Okay. Let me then bring our time. Let me uh, just explain again. We're doing this because this, this prayer model is a tool that's been given to us. Uh, to really use during a season that we want to take advantage of. And we, we're, we're watching the Holy Spirit active in our community, and we want to partner with him. So this prayer model will help us do that. So like next week is Mother's Day. And so I would like us to gather around every mother and have a ministry time with every mother. And so everybody now, just as we've just reviewed the prayer model, so we're all recruited to help next week unless you're a mother. And then, then you can't, you can't, you can't, you, got, you just have to receive prayer, okay? Now, just a couple of observations. One, I could tell it's really hard for you to pray for the person with your eyes open. So let me give you a suggestion. Sometimes we close our eyes because we're just trying, we're distracted by the people in a room. We're just trying to focus on, okay, is, is Jesus saying anything to me or is he showing me anything? So great. Close your eyes to do that. But when you speak your words that you think Jesus has given you to speak, open your eyes and say it. Looking at the person because then you might see Oh, wow, 
the Holy Spirit really did just whisper that to me, and I just see him at work with that. It's very encouraging, very encouraging to do that. Other than that, great job. I, I, you know, I, I think there was like real ministry happening in our little triads, and that's really great. Uh, I'm going to say just a general prayer. I, truthfully, if you want to stay where you are and you want, to, you want to finish what got started and you didn't get to because I kept interrupting, you're welcome to do that. So, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for this wonderful season that we're in. And, Lord, we really do, uh, according to your word, we really want to be ready in season. We want to make the most of this season. And I want to thank you that you've given us this tool within the Vineyard Movement uh, just to be one of the tools in our toolbox to utilize and to really make the most. And so I pray that you really will encourage us and really uh, direct us to use this tool in our community life, in our home life, in our office, in the classroom. Lord, really um, help us to remember what we've learned today and to put it into practice. In your name, Jesus, amen. Thank you for our morning together.